0: To share with you some very important conversation that uh, the Lord is having with the church. This I have kept for many years, and uh, this becomes also a very important hour in which to share some of these very deeper uh, things that the Lord has for a long time concealed and uh, awaited the appointed time in order to be able to share with the church. I want to share some very significant conversation. Um, and we are talking at this hour about December twenty fifth, two 2004, but also 2003 and 2002, conversations that uh, for some time he had not allowed me to share. But now the appointed hour beholds uh, I will share on how the Lord Almighty, he took me to heaven. He took me into heaven at his throne room. But before then, as he was taking me to heaven, then uh, in the nighttime, it was nighttime in the sky, so I could see the stars. I could see the stars as the Lord was lifting me up into towards heaven. And then uh, there were three stripes, white stripes, or pathways of light that crossed the space. I'm talking about the deep space beyond where mankind can reach, where people have not yet reached. So there were three stripes of light that crossed above up there. The three stripes of light that crossed the deep space. I'm talking about real deep space where mankind no shuttle, no no telescope has reached in the deeper universe on the way to heaven as he was taking me to his throne room in heaven. And then uh, at that time, the Lord brought me finally into heaven, into his throne room. I saw the gates of heaven open and he lifted me up in his cloud of glory into the throne room of heaven. Then at that place, immediately the Lord Almighty, Jehovah Yahweh, He took the crown, the mighty crown of the Lord, the crown of our Lord Jesus, and He presented that crown to me. At that time, He was very aware that that day, that night, essentially I was preparing a message that was focusing on the second coming of Christ Jesus, the Messiah. And I was heading to a very big meeting. And I also wanted to prepare a message to talk about in that context, a message on the sign of the Son of Man in the sky. So this is the message I was preparing when the Lord lifted me up through the deep space into His throne room. And at that point... I was preparing, of course, to talk about how he walked across the sky in that vision. When the Lord walked across the sky, when the trumpet sounded and everything happened, the voice of the archangel, the command of God, took place, and then heaven opened. And the trumpet, which I've always, always, uh, have 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 repeated it uh, openly in meetings how the trumpet will sound that day in several nations, several countries. And then I was preparing that message on the second coming of the Messiah and the sign of the Son of Man in the sky. And I was preparing to talk about how Christ Jesus walked for me across the sky. When he walked across the sky, a message I've shared, a vision I've shared across the nations, when he appeared, the cloud opened and he appeared in the sky. And when I was sure, I was looking at him. You remember very well, I've shared this before. Then he points, he shows the palm of his hand to show the nail pierce that is glorious on his hand. In his hand. And then he uses the same hand to prepare the crown. And then even the red sash that is running from the shoulder down diagonally, his chest, and then he crosses, he walks across the sky, I've shared this before, all the way to the other end, and then he takes the other, another hand, the, the second hand, and he shows me the nail pierce, and uses it to prepare the crown again. And then at that time, I said, Lord, please take me with you. And then at that time, he says to me by voice that, look, your time is not it. And then the cloud opens, it turns like this, and he enters and the cloud covers him. That conversation I've shared across the nations and across time. But that was the message I was preparing to give on the second coming of Christ, Jesus the Messiah, and the sign of the Son of Man in the sky, when the Lord lifted me up. And in that message, i had intended to focus on that crown, the the golden, the powerful crown that uh, he wore. When the Lord lifted me up and took me across the deep space and deep into heaven, into his throne room. So upon reaching there, then with his hand he presented this tremendous glorious crown to me, the crown of the Lord Jesus. And it's amazing even to see the happening there. Then the Lord... Presenting that crown to me, awesome crown, tremendous crown, the crown of the king. And then he allowed me see certain things about that crown that I've not shared. Now I could share a little bit today. The crown of the Lord. First of all, this time around, the Lord Jesus is coming as the king, the victorious king. He has a crown, but he's not coming back to argue with the Pharisees the whole day again and get tired and walk back to Bethany. No. He's coming as a glorious king to take the glorious bride, the glorious church. He's not coming to preach the gospel in which in the byways of uh, uh, Colonia, Labaleta, in mexico or in the streets of new york is coming as a king a triumphant king a victorious king so that crown is made up of gold as the lord presented that crown to me god the father presented this crown to me it's made up of pure gold indescribable gold and there are two kinds of gold on that crown today i can share There is a brownish gold, the rich brownish gold and the bluish gold on the crown of our Lord Jesus, the crown that he is wearing, the crown that he comes with as the glorious triumphant king. God the Father lifts the crown and presents to me the crown really, really right to me. And I'm able to see all these great details. The brownish gold made of rich gold and a very expensive and costly bluish gold the bluish gold glitters as though they are decorations of diamond precious decorations of diamond precious diamond on the crown of our Lord Jesus the King on the crown of the Messiah and there are two strips there are two strips running Across the face Of the Lord When you wear that crown There's two strips of the fore face Of that crown To hold the crown So what you have is You have the horizontal strips And then you have the vertical strips The two strips of gold Run across the Lord's fore face And they are connected to one another By those that are running vertical And the most beautiful crown it is it is the most beautiful crown in heaven and the most beautiful crown on the earth cannot be achievable in this life the Lord made me know it cannot be found it's nowhere and it was indeed a blessing even to behold this conversation with God the Father regarding the crown of our Lord Jesus Christ whose way you is sending me to prepare at this time of this conversation whose way he has sent me to prepare in the hearts of men across the nations. Then the second part of that conversation is now the vision of the Lord in the sky. Then immediately I saw the Lord standing there near me. So after presenting the crown, and there's so much detail about the crown still we have to share, the glitter, the glittering of the bluish, the, the bluish, the rich bluish gold, they are glittering, and their decorations. There the, the are those horizontal that run there too, the two strips that run across for holding the crown on the forehead, and then there are those that are vertical that connect the two horizontal strips. And then the blue, the brownish gold, and the bluish ones. The bluish ones are very conspicuous on the vertical strips. This is absolutely privileged information in the kingdom of God Almighty. And then, now, the second part is a vision of the Lord, in which immediately, then I saw the Lord standing there near me. He was so huge. The Lord was so huge that I got scared. He was so huge that I got scared. I could not see above because of the glory that covered him all the way from the chest up. And he was significantly much bigger than the earth. And many earths put together because I could see that where he placed me, the earth was too small, and uh, he was beyond so many galaxies and planets. I don't know how far he went up there, but he was so huge, and he was standing right there. And he had two, his two hands were crossed, holding together in front, like, like one uh, putting the palms together. Significantly much, much bigger than the earth and that many than many galaxies than the universe. I don't know how far he went, so I could not see beyond. Those are the glory that was there, but I could see glory, the glorious garment that covered, but uh, the glory beyond. So this is the kind of conversation that the Lord is having with the church at this hour. Then the Lord, now, God the Father had presented the crown and then now the lord jesus stands very close to me all of a sudden the second part of the vision but i could not see from his around the chest up the glorious garment i could see but he was standing very close and then i don't know how far he went much bigger than the earth by far many galaxies put together then immediately the lord took me to a place where i saw a huge mountain A very huge mountain. The mountain was also so huge that I got scared in that vision. And that mountain covered the entire earth, as you can imagine. The mountain had reddish-brown rock and some scattered trees around it. And those trees that I saw around the mountain that were scattered, they then became very, very green and very leafy and flourished and blossomed. Then at that time, the Lord God the Father spoke with me by voice and said, He told me that that mountain, the huge mountain that covered the entire earth, bigger than the earth, is our Lord Jesus Christ as prophesied by Daniel, the prophet of the Lord, in the book of Daniel, chapter 2, verses 34 and 35, and revealed in 44-45. And I've preached about this before, this mountain, and but I've left out the detail that I'm sharing today. That mountain had the glory of God at its cup, its tip, at the highest peak. The tremendous glory of God at the peak, at the topmost peak. Then at the same time, another smaller mountain appeared on the right hand side. On the right. And a temple also appeared on the right. All of a sudden. The temple, the temple of the Lord Appeared on the right Now the glory That is on top The light of that glory The Lord told me that that light Of that glory that was On top of the mountain Was our Lord Jesus Christ Is our Lord Jesus Christ The head of the church And the mountain, is said again by voice, that that mountain is our Lord Jesus Christ having overcome the world and totally covered the world with the revelation of the grace of God. Overcome the world, triumph the world, and conquer the world, in other words. And he said that the Holy Spirit was sending He that speaks with you to prepare the church and the nations because of of this triumph. owing to this triumph. He was now now sending uh, He that speaks with you to grant prepare on the premise of this triumph that Christ Jesus has overcome the world. There was no room as the mountain was covered that implied There is no room for the devil in the conquest and in the coming kingdom of God upon the realization of that appointed time. The small mountain on the right also had glory on its top. Glory on its peak, the small mountain. And then at that time, The Lord God Almighty lifted me up again and brought me before his throne room in heaven. And as he did so, it seemed nighttime again because I could see the stars as we were passing. And these are big objects, very, very big objects. Some of them are the big suns greater than our sun. So there's much more in in what I'm saying, the narrative I'm giving the, the, the size, the sheer sizes are also quite astounding and astonishing. Then, at the throne position, the Lord God instructed, they to stand before him, the two seraphim, two of them, they covered their faces, they covered their feet, and then with their head hands and they carried the ark of the covenant of the Lord, And they brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to me. They brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to me. And as they brought the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord to me, at one point as I was sitting there at the throne position. Then I could see the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord in the sky in the expanse above the earth. And then again, he brought the ark of the covenant very close to me. And when, by instruction, they brought the ark of the covenant very close to me, I was able now to see the content while at the throne room of God to see the content of the inside, that is inside, that are inside the ark of the covenant of the Lord. I have seen the Ark of the Covenant of the Lord of the Old Testament. But now I am seeing this Ark of the Covenant. The Lord has presented the other, but now he's presenting this Ark of the New Covenant of the Lord. So I could see the content inside, and there is a difference in the content between the two Arks of the Covenant. The one that was appertaining the dispensation of the Old Testament that the Lord presented to me and now this one and I can tell rightly this one now inside I could see the Bible also was there so today I've said this and then as I looked at the, in the content very close the seraphim brought the ark of the covenant very very close to me I was sitting in great contact with the ark of the covenant of the Lord And I was looking through the mercy seat from above. And looking at the content inside. So the Lord opened my eyes I could see through the mercy seat. And could see the interior. The inside and the content of the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And all this is happening while I'm still at the throne room. The throne position of God. The Lord God. The mighty God of Israel. Jehovah Yahweh. It was at that moment when very dreadful a very dreadful lightning struck the earth of the covenant, struck very severely, struck the earth of the covenant of the Lord three times all the way down to the bottom. Then he helped me at that time dress at that time, then God the Father instructed They that were at the position the Seraphim to dress me. So they dressed me in a garment I will not describe today. They dressed me in a set of garments at that position. But there was so much glory on the surface, on the mercy seat. Again, the Lord drew me very close to the Ark of the Covenant. He brought the Ark of the Covenant through the seraphim that were instructed to do so. And then lightning strikes the Ark of the Covenant three times, very dreadfully, to the extent that I could almost see um, as those light, lightning smoke also came out when they struck three times, very dreadfully, very fearfully. And he made me know that this was more, the most dreadful moment. At the throne of god almighty and so i will wait until you restore your web broadcast all into the gravity of this conversation because i see that it has gone off now and when it does come back call me i know you're terrestrially alive but on the way you have gone off again when you come back then call me so i can continue because i would want every nation to partake of this concealed conversation that i have not shared across the many years over time may those who have ears listen now you're back again the radio is back on air from my feedback here now restore the web broadcast and come back to me mike on this one thank you people if we were if we had to continue uh Again, lightning strikes the ark of the covenant of the Lord three times, very dreadfully, very, very fearfully, and the Lord God the Father. It does make me know that this is the most dreadful moment at the throne position. Again, am I live on air, please? Yes, please, my Lord, the mightiest prophets of the Lord, please. Thank you. So lightning strikes, lightning strikes the ark of the covenant of the Lord three times, very dreadfully, and uh, I could almost see some the smoke of the lightning, owing to how dreadful the lightning was. And then, at that moment, the hand of God the Father approaches. My hand and he draws the ark of the covenant on my prophetic hand. He drew with his hand and remained there. It, it remained there. It was more like, not really a tattoo, but remained there. He drew the ark of the covenant on my prophetic hand and remained there until this day. I still see that drawing on the hand. Again, the Father has now drawn the ark of the the dreadful ark of the covenant of the Lord. After the lightning struck the ark of the covenant three times at the throne position in heaven, but now He draws the ark of the covenant on my hand the next day then I bring judgment I now bring judgment to the eastern religions and I see the first Asian tsunami strike Asia and then rebuking the eastern religions the idolatry that you see in Asia and then from there on the 30th of december past judgment to greece 2004 and the lord of the, the voice of the lord the lord of hosts my voice he shouted holiness 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 three times aloud and very sharp and his voice sounded like thunder with lightning. And that was towards Greece and the region around the Mediterranean region. And after that, it turns the same hand in that dream and passes judgment to Europe, Italy, and France. And it rebukes, again, Greece, the same second part of the judgment because the first part was through the Mediterranean when he shouted holiness, holiness, holiness three times by voice, very loud and sharp, but this time Italy and France, and then he rebukes Catholicism and idolatry France, then at that time I see the judgment that struck the Catholic church the Notre Dame in France, and I see the way the idols were collapsing on the soil, on the road, on the street. And then the thirty-first of that 2000, December, two thousand and four, then he passes the judgment on Mexico, and then a huge earthquake hits Mexico on that in that dream, in that mighty conversation, December 31st, 2004, so now a huge earthquake hits Mexico. This earthquake has come. It hit Mexico recently and many others. And then at that time, he also showed me a lot of lava flow from, because of the earthquake now, the, those those uh, volcanic mountains that the lava flows. Then by voice he says, Repent. And be restored, Mexico and Greece. Otherwise, you shall know that the Lord God Almighty has spoken. By voice, he says so. And then, January 1, 2005, now the new year, he comes again, but this time he passes judgment across the entire all the nations of the earth he judges the nations of the earth and the Lord said by voice, how can they fight against turbid waters? waters referring to floods that were coming to many areas Asia, to see the Caribbean and many other nations including the United States tremendous time Italy, France, and many nations, even Australia. Then after that, the Lord again advanced the conversation at his throne room. He took me back to the throne room. He advanced the conversation of the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And this time, when he brings me to the throne room, he opens the door to his throne room. God the Father, my friend, he now opens the door to the throne room. And again presents the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And on this case, to the throne room there was a walkway path that leads the throne position. And it was lined with two strips, two types of gold. There is the inner section, the broader section, and the strips that border the broader section of the path that leads to the throne, to the earth of the covenant. The throne position, that's where the earth of the covenant is. I could see that there is the outer strip on both sides. Of the walkway and the main walkway, with two different types of gold. The gold making the outer strip, the borders, was thicker and more reddish brown, while the gold in the broader section, the middle part that is flanked, has glorious light, almost yellowish glory covered gold, which is also very reflective. So it reflects. It. So when I was walking, there could reflect on. It was reflecting on my face. As I approached the throne position, the Ark of the Covenant that he presented, as I walked now, present, uh, approaching the Ark of the Covenant he presented, then all of a sudden the person of the Holy Spirit came and stopped me if I reached. He came there himself and stopped me. And he said, that this is not yet revealed. I should still hold it back. It is not yet revealed. I stood at that point on the right hand side of the golden walkway. Then, immediately, I went on my knees. The person of the Holy Spirit had engaged with me In a previous conversation So this was The second time in the shortest time He had appeared But this time at the throne position And all of a sudden The two seraphim Appeared and they passed Very very close to me Carrying the ark Of the new covenant of the Lord And I've said this They were moving sideways having covered their faces, covered their feet, but they were moving sideways and very, very reverently. And they had their heads bowed down as they held the Ark of the Covenant using the staves. Then the Seraphim placed the Ark of the Covenant to the throne position, at exact throne position. Very close now. then they turned the ark of the covenant so that the chest the chest was now facing the walkway they turned the ark of the covenant that the chest may face the walkway about uh, less than a meter and a half from me would now face the walkway and the person of the holy spirit is standing here then the seraphim on the right hand side as i say the chest the front of the throne the ark of the covenant after they had placed the ark of the covenant the dreadful ark of the covenant of the lord in the throne room of god at the throne position the seraphim on the right hand side now crossed he crossed in front of the chest of the, uh, the ark of the covenant and then he peeled off a strip from the chest he peeled there is the way it peels off from the chest of the ark of the covenant and then i saw that beautifully inscribed upon that place is a scripture. A scripture that the Lord did not allow me for all these years to talk about until on this day. John chapter 3 verse 16. That is what was inscribed. What is inscribed on the chest. John chapter 3 verse 16. all this time he did not allow me to reveal that scripture on that position until on this day so the seraphim they cover they protected the 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 one on the left and the right you could see they moved a little bit towards the back but still in that very protective position to protect the holy of holies the holy site of the ark Of the covenant of the Lord. And their movement. By bowing down also is owing to the greatest holiness. And the revered holiness of this place. The throne of God in heaven. And then. The person of the Holy Spirit. Is said to me. Come, let us pray. So I stepped up to the golden part, the golden part of the walkway now, the right hand side of the walkway towards the throne, just about a meter and a half. Then the person of the Holy Spirit took his right hand and placed on my shoulder, my left shoulder, and he asked me to take my left hand and placed on his left on his, on his right shoulder so he took his right hand and placed on my left my left shoulder and asked me to take my left prophetic hand and place on his right shoulder and then he lifted up his left hand and he asked me to lift up my right hand that we may pray. At the throne position, in front of the throne of God, about a meter and a half or two, like this. Then I found myself leading the prayer. I realized that, as I said, as I said the prayer, I re- I was very shocked because I realized he was saying exactly the same words I was saying. Because in the prayer, facing the throne of God, the ark of the covenant of the Lord at the throne, I said. Father, I come to you with praise and thanksgiving in the mighty name of Jesus. Then I was shocked because I found that you were saying the exact words I was saying, word for word, letter for letter. Immediately I just mentioned in the mighty name of Jesus. Then the cloud of God that normally comes and settles over me in every meeting, including Menengai through where we are going, the cloud of God that you saw come all the way. And settle on me at Yaya Kilibani, Central Park, Lima Peru, the many places across the land and and uh, all over. Then the cloud of God, that cloud of God, He Himself now crossed. He crossed. He came along the golden walkway and He passed. <sighs> <sighs> he passed along, he churning like a funnel. The same way He came to uh, Yaya Kilibani just about two weeks or so ago, churning like a fan, and then he came and he sat, he climbed and sat on the mercy seat right in front of me at his throne position, God the Father himself. The thick cloud sat over the mercy seat and he showed me something that I'm not allowed to to share still until now, and I may never share. Because that which he showed me, again, the reason for which, after three days, he then killed me and resurrected me at the throne position. Then at that point, God the Father himself, at this point in time, is the one now that led me to slightly behind the throne position now, the throne, so I could see beyond. See the river of life. See the tree of life on both sides. And so this became a very important conversation in the heart of the Lord as he wanted to share with the church. To share with the church about the ark of the covenant of the Lord. And then God the Father by voice spoke and told me that the lightning that struck the Ark of the Covenant very dreadfully essentially symbolized the power of God against sin. The authority of God against sin and the judgment of God against sin. So it was quite astounding, quite tremendous to be in this conversation and the Lord revealing the power of God, the authority of God, and the judgment of God against sin through the mighty, most dreadful three strikes of lightning that produced lightning smoke within the ark of the covenant. And the Bible that was a bit sealed inside the ark of the covenant was now, the seal was broken by the lightning. these are significant conversations the lord is bringing to the church and he's essentially saying that he was revealing he was revealing to be the nature of god you know only through his act of the covenant does god reveal his nature he was revealing his nature he was revealing to his two prophets his nature That when they come down here, they are well vast and they may transmit the holy nature of God. Because, you know, the Ark of the Covenant essentially represents the revered holiness of God. In fact, it speaks about the distance between God, Yahweh, and mankind. The distance between the holiness of God, the revered holiness of God, the tremendous holiness of God, the awesome holiness of God, and the sinfulness of sin, the sinfulness of man. And you know too well also that the Ark of the Covenant is the the physical embodiment representation of the love of God owing to the mercy seat upon which the blood for the atoning of sin was poured, the blood of Jesus. So there's so much that is revealed in the conversation I've just shared. The Ark of the Covenant also... Reveals the prophetic nature of God. And that's why he was revealing to his, his His major prophets this detail of the Ark of the Covenant. The Ark of the Covenant essentially reveals the prophetic ministry of God Almighty. That his nature, his prophetic nature, how through that he speaks the things that are to take place, the redemptive, uh, redemptive blueprint for creation. He speaks through this Ark of the Covenant. So there's a big conversation that I've just spoken until now. The judgment of God against sin is spoken at the ark of the covenant. First of all, in the slaying of the Christ and the pouring of the blood and also in now calling for mercy for those that receive Christ, instituting mercy, mercy to them, them that now receive Christ, that accept the mercy, accept the grace. So essentially, the ark of the covenant is the revelation of the grace of our God, revealed, expressed through Christ Jesus the Lord. And the Lord made me know that the lightning that struck three times struck. The Ark of the Covenant three times is also the same lightning that tore the veil tore the veil that used to cover the Holy of Holies separate that Holy of Holies where the Ark of the Covenant was and the rest of the temple the rest of humanity that God's dwelling then was within the Holy of Holies we all know and the same cloud that has settled on me would come on if the Holy of Holies there and no one else would enter except the high priest once a year on Yom Kippur, and never without blood that he poured on the mercy seat. So this is the lightning that actually tore the miracle, the wonder when the the curtain, the thick curtain, tore from up down, from above downwards. This is the lightning that tore it. It is lightning, the lightning of God that struck the Ark of the Covenant that tore that curtain that admitted the Church, including the Gentile Church, into both service and the Salvation of the Lord. This Ark of the Covenant essentially represents Christ because He is the subject of the sacrifice offered on this altar. Represents the cross. Represents the salvation of man. Essentially what the Lord was showing me Is the salvation he laid Used to lay the foundation of the earth At creation When he knew that he would have to Bring salvation to mankind That they may see eternal fellowship With him in heaven The lightning And he made me know that the new covenant of the grace Was only released with that lightning Truck the ark of the covenant and the blood of Jesus poured. So, therefore, the lightning that occurred inside the ark of the covenant and shook—it it, it seems as though from the, from from below, the lightning came from below, and from they converged. Three different directions, but converged, diverged, but converged from under the arc of the governance, struck through, and then the spark came out. That lightning, tremendous lightning, the dreadful lightning of God. So the Lord is calling upon this generation to prepare for the coming of the kingdom of God. Because that lightning already accessed, opened access, the glorious stairs are being lowered now, are been lowered, and being lowered now, owing to this event that the blood of Jesus atoned for the sins of all men upon the mercy seat, this altar of sacrifice, the mercy seat of the ark of the covenant. then now of course the covenant is accessible to all so the lord jehovah is calling upon all nations to prepare for the glorious coming of the messiah for the kingdom of heaven So the blood of jesus has been poured on the mercy seat and the messiah is now coming i have seen his crown he is now crowned seated on the right hand side of the father about to come for his bride for the holy church remember holiness the holy church the righteous Church that has turned away from sin and that ark is the throne of god the ark of the covenant is the throne of god the same throne of god that was present in the garden of eden before the fall So blessed people There is so much I would want to share But since it's getting late We can share on another time On another day at another time There is so much Of deep conversation concealed That the Lord is revealing stepwise God is saying that This ark of the covenant and the events That transpired When the seraphim were instructed To bring the ark of the covenant to me That's the throne of God And that is The throne that actually reveals the nature of God, the Father, Yahweh. May the Lord bless you. Until next time, Shalom. The Messiah is coming. Thank you.